Southern California, yeah. Born and raised our DNA, laugh and cry to what we say, we hit you with that wordplay. 4053. What episode are we on? D, they feeling like they be zombies, all dressed in Abercrombie. SoCal DNA coming in live, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night. COVID got you sitting inside, why not sip one and free your mind? Cheap thrills, popping pills, stat cash, spend it fast. Listen to all of those lies as Arjun act like he's surprised. surprised. Hey man, you gotta hit them with the new news that we got. We got some new news for our listeners. That's right, that's right. Um, we do have some new news. Uh, so a lot of you who follow us on Spotify may have been surprised to find an extra episode, not numbered or anything, just an extra episode called SoCal DNA Decoded, uh, you know, pop up last night. And we'll explain what that's about. So we, we've been working on this new thing for quite some time. We, as the audience already knows, we enjoy doing these uh, album reviews. We did it on RTJ4. We did it on uh, Rack by Boy or Boy by Rack, whatever the hell that guy's name was. <laughs> I can't even remember. Oh, the disrespect. Very, I know. Very forgettable. Very forgettable album. Um, and, and of course... You know, we we specialize in music. We love talking about music all the time. And so we want to do this on a more frequent basis. But one thing that always kind of held us back a little bit was copyright issues, right? We love to play the music for you, but we know that we'll get sued or our stuff will get taken down. So then we found Anchor has a very special connection to Spotify and they're beta testing this new feature where they actually allow you to play music directly from Spotify in your podcast <clears throat> so we thought might as well debut it with one of don's favorite artists hell yeah rich, rich bryant goat um, the goat as baby don goat baby goat, baby goat baby goat compared to of course his real goat takashi 69 hell yeah so you can you can already imagine the type of troll rap that don likes oh i can't wait to. for the next album that i get to oh, pick well eh, yeah it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a while before you pick but <laughs> I'll, I'll just say uh you know this was a, a fun album review to do, and um, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Now, the caveat here is it is exclusively available on Spotify. We are not able to upload it on YouTube. It is not on any other platform. But most of you, most of our listeners I know, have Spotify in some capacity. And so by all means, when you get some time, check it out. Uh, really good commentary on all the tracks, and even a little bit of bonus at the end. Uh, where, we, where we dip into something special um so yeah just wanted to get that out there be sure to check that out and uh, let us know your feedback we'll be doing more of those in the future maybe not every week but you know on a somewhat regular basis and we're always open to suggestions so whatever you want us to check out whether it's uh, a single an ep or lp you know <laughs> whatever it is we will we will go through with it um with that being said, Don, I know there's been some very, very exciting news that happened. Very this week. exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Not as exciting as our new segment that we've released and eloquently talked about right now. Um, but just yesterday, our Los Angeles Dodgers have finally taken home the world championship. It's amazing, man. And I think, uh, you know, baseball reigns a little more heavily on my field than it does in the a's um but the last year they won was in 88 when i was born so i was a you know a little fetus little fetus 
Uh, whether or not you know you think I was alive at that point or not, eh, we'll talk about later. But um, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's been a long time coming. I expected to see it with my own eyes, and to, for it to finally happen as it did this year, uh, it's been fantastic. My wife and I have been going to those games religiously prior to oh. the whole COVID epidemic and us moving to uh, a different county, and it, it has been a roller coaster. You know, people are going to say it's an illegitimate title, as they did with the Lakers, given the shortened season and all the COVID restrictions and all that bullshit that you haters are going to be saying. Um, (laughs) But a chip is a chip. There were teams competing in every single team that went, especially in baseball. Every single team fought tooth and nail to try to get to where the Dodgers are, you know, where they stand right now. And it prides me to say that Clayton Kershaw, future Hall of Famer, finally has that ring for the rest of eternity. Uh, Well-deserved on his end. And the rest of our crew, whether it be our new true ace, I would say, in Walker Bueller, or our now (laughs) COVID-positive Turner, who still played in the game and got ripped out in like the bottom of the seventh. Um, it's, It's been a long time coming. Uh, especially for our MVP, you know, the World Series MVP, and Corey Seager. That fool, you know, in his first year in, uh, we had high expectations of him, super high. Um, and then he ends up, you know, having a season-ending injury and requires surgery. And to see his growth after coming back and now being an MVP without even having a, you know, normal season MVP speaks levels as to how great he played. Uh, throughout the series, a lot of people argue it probably should have went to Kershaw, or which I could see it happening, right? If Kershaw pitched that last game, uh, he's been solid throughout that postseason, being scoring four and one prior to even hitting the two wins in the World Series. Uh, Mookie, of course, solid candidate for the MVP. I think I saw him um, in the post interviews where he was looking around, like hoping they called his name to go receive the trophy, but it never came. <laughs> um, made some spectacular catches. Um, played solid defense throughout the whole series, throughout the whole postseason, throughout the whole year, and had some solid at bats and some homers that, you know, definitely made the difference. But I think Corey, rightfully so, got it because he was the most impactful. Uh, he was basically on base, what seemed like every time he was up for bat, and it happened quite often with how hot our bats are on the Dodgers, and uh, his defense, you know, covering that shortstop position, which is arguably one of the hardest positions to play unless you're pitching, uh, was outstanding. So it's, it's going to be hard. I think we have them for one more year. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, actually, I should check that out. Go ahead, eh? What, what do you think, man? I know you don't follow the Dodgers too much or baseball that much, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping over time, uh, you could be the skip to my Shannon. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I gotta say that, that that was fantastic. That made me laugh. Out loud. I gotta say, but but I gotta say I can be that skip without even watching games. I know how to be skip. I can totally be skip, and I will be skip right now. I, you I, are I skip. If you think about it, man, you're the hater. I'm the one that's like, mm-hmm. look, just watch, <laughs> just watch. And then the well, goat. The goat. <laughs> Bro, all right, wait, wait, quick segue, dude. I think there was a, a segment this morning or yesterday morning on First Take where, uh, you know, Shannon's all about L.A. For sure, he's, he's riding the L.A. train hard, and, you know, I love him about it. <laughs> and then he said something about the L.A. Galaxy being up next. 
and then I don't I don't think he knows because the LA Galaxy are actually last right now. So like, it's actually rough, like you know. <laughs> I think it just goes to show that like mainstream America does not watch soccer at all. Like they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but um no, I mean look, I, I'm tremendously happy for Don and and all hardcore Dodger fans across the world. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know oh, Yeah they are last <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy's that bad? Oh, yeah, man. Man. oh man. Okay. But um no I mean I I had the uh opportunity to watch a couple of these games, not in full, but just a few innings. And it was great. Like I I could see you know how badly the players wanted it, how hard they were playing, and the concentration and the strategy and everything. Of course, I didn't really appreciate it on the same level sure. as somebody like Don, who's been waiting since he was a fetus yep. to see this happening again. Um, but I, I, I certainly enjoyed it, and I like knowing that LA is double champion this year. You know, Lakers, of course, earlier in the month, and now we have the Dodgers just the other day, and so it's so rare. For you know, LA to win twice in two major events, yeah. but beyond that, in the same month, like this is never going to happen again. No, I want to say I mean? that. I want to say that. Well, no, I say that, Don, because as you know, <clears throat> because of the whole bubble situation and COVID, the NBA season was delayed. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, but then it could happen again next year. I I don't think it'll it'll finish in October again next year. I, oh. I highly doubt that. Oh, for the um, NBA specifically. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah for the yeah, NBA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, baseball will always be, I guess, around this time. Yeah, is yeah. That pretty always difficult? October. Always October. There you go. Um, but no, I thought it was great. Uh, Mookie Betts. Um, I, I finally saw what all the hype was about. Um, it's fucking you know, solid, I, I, man. Yeah, really great. Really He's great solid. guy. And you know, if you um, follow the Dodgers for a while, um, one of my favorite players to ever wear the Dodger uniform uh, is Puig. And Yasiel. Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. Uh, dude who's still fleeing, I think, the Colombian government for whatever reason. Um, but uh, he say, played the same position. And as, I mean, you you know who Yasiel is, at least body type. Two completely different body types. And and I think it just speaks levels as to what Mookie brings to the table. He's not just a hot bat. Like, his defensive prowess and speed is fucking bar none dude i used to always think that you needed a slugger back there you just plop him in the field and you know you just give him the fly ball every now and then and so he doesn't have to run too much or do any quick movements that the infield has to do but uh if we didn't have mookie making those fucking you know oh and 60 runs in 2.2 seconds i don't know man i don't know it would have been a different story i think no for sure i think he was a great candidate for mvp like you said um, I think that ultimately you couldn't go wrong. I mean, whoever you gave it to, I think they, they well deserved it. Yeah. Um, now, to be the, the skip, finally, to be a little bit of a down. <laughs> finally? Here, what do you mean? Yeah, go ahead. What are the usual. <laughs> let me hear. Let me hear. Let me, let me uh, go like uh, Shannon and lean back and pucker my lips a little bit. What, what, what sure do you thing. Say? Sure thing. Well, I'll tell you this much. Sports are great. You know, sports are fantastic. It's always it's always good to have that kind of diversion. But, sure. you know, it's important to note that we're still in COVID season. COVID season is not yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And I say that specifically because, as you know, one of your favorites, Turner, uh, after winning the championship, he was yeah. actually brought along with everybody else on the field. And he even took off his mask. And not only that, he was next to people, one of which I think might have been the manager, was a former cancer survivor. 
and so he might be already at a high risk he might be in that well you know yeah i mean and to okay to be the shannon again i think um that's that's fake news turner actually never went on the field once he was taken out but he celebrated with his teammates no how do you oh didn't the article say that let me let me verify go ahead oxford again no, this wasn't Oxford. This was uh, this was uh, the Magruder Middle School. <laughs> yeah, the middle School of Magruder. Yeah, sorry, that, that's the best I could find for this one. Sorry, guys. Um, no, no. So, so okay. From yeah. NPR. All right, and okay. I like NPR. I think you do too. Okay, okay. Dodgers third base tests positive for COVID nineteen, then celebrates with teammates. Okay. Um, so here's what it, it briefly says. You know, after your team wins, it's only natural for you to run onto the field and celebrate. But when you've been diagnosed with COVID. The natural instinct can lead to a full investigation by the MLB, and so he's in an investigation right now. He uh, he took a COVID test on Monday, came back inconclusive. So the lab expedited a retest, got positive. He was removed from the game after the seventh inning, and then he was quarantined in a doctor's office. And uh, after he tweeted, I guess, celebrating the championship, he came back onto the field uh. where he listen, where he not only carried the trophy but also participated in the team photo, taking off his mask and uh, sitting shoulder to shoulder with fellow players. And dude, there's video footage. So I see. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures right now. Yeah, because uh, I didn't see him. And when I just googled it right now, it said that he was actually quarantined immediately. But then, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, not not a good look. Not a good look. But to play devil's advocate, I would do that shit too, and I'm sure his teammates don't fucking care too much. Now, what if somebody, when it comes to yeah, if, exactly. Now it comes yeah. to that that you know that uh, immune compromised person that was also yeah. on the field. Uh-huh. That's where I see it gets a little. Yeah, you you cross the line a bit there. Um, hopefully everything's okay. You know, we just hit him with some Dexa, uh, and we're good. We're good. You know, Dexa. What is that? Uh, you don't know what Dexa is? No. What is it? It's the medication that works against, or the FDA approved for uh, treatment of COVID. One that Trump took. Dexamethasone. Oh, I I know it as Remdesivir. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't go by uh, trade names. I go for the actual chemical name. Oh, see, there you go. There's your biology background finally kicking in. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Student loans speaking. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I just have to say, I can fully understand it. I mean, I get it. Um, how often do you win a championship? And you're part of it. Like, you're part of the team. You played a major role. Of course, you want to celebrate with everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it, it, if it was one. like any other player, like someone that was just in the bullpen or someone that, or not even our bullpen, sorry, if it was just like a ball boy, you know, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, come on. But if it was someone as critical to the win or the overall season, seasonal success that the Dodgers had, I think I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. As long as everyone kind of signed waivers prior to it, you know? And, and I guess, you know, Mookie Betts probably said it best. He said, he's part of our team. Forget all that. He's part of the team. We're not excluding him from anything. Yeah. And I like that. Spoken like a true leader right there. There you go. A young leader at that. But again, congratulations to the LA Dodgers. Um, Well-deserved. Long time coming. They had a couple of cracks at it. 
over the last few years, but I'm glad they were finally able to break through this year. And to give us a quick prediction, maybe, Don, I know it's difficult with baseball because anything could happen, really, but do you think the Dodgers are in a good position to go for it again next season? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's going to be some changes in our clubhouse, for sure. Um, but with our anchor now set with Mookie Betts and uh, according to all the haters the uh, war chest we have every goddamn year uh, we will definitely make it work Uh, I think it's finally time that uh, Dave Roberts our manager gets the respect that he's deserved Um, you know he was one of the first if not the first pioneer of you know, the rotating bullpen that it's probably new to you, but, you know, it's basically bringing out a pitcher every goddamn time you can and giving them the best bats up uh, whenever you can by rotating that pitcher out. Uh, even if our team doesn't come back as it was, you know, they don't run it back like L.A. Streets, you know, run it back, <laughs> run it back. Um, uh-huh. The chemistry is definitely there, and it's just a... You know, uh, a little monopoly board that they have to set up with how these contracts are going to work for next year. But yeah, I think we're we're set. It's uh, we have fantastic offense. We have above average defense. Um, of course, I think we're going to run it back. We've been say oh. we've been in the World Series for the past, or at least we've been in playoffs and made deep runs for the past four years. So yeah. I think it'll it'll happen eventually. And I'm next glad year, to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I think it's always great when uh, LA sports teams are making deep playoff runs, making it even all the way. Um, I, I don't know much about the football season this year because I simply have not been paying attention. Sure. But just as a quick shout out, how are the Rams doing this year? They're Do doing know? okay. They're doing better than they did last year. We got rid of our princess running back from last year that for some odd reason, would always get hurt at the most critical times. He, um, he lost a couple of fantasy games for you, huh? Uh, no, no, no. He always had solid fantasy production. He just never had that superstar level fantasy production in the offs or the postseason when we needed him to. He did, though. He did. I remember distinctly having him about mm-hmm. two or three years ago, mm-hmm. and he was dropping, like, huge nights, mm-hmm. man. Huge, yeah. huge games. Yeah, but, but when it matters in the postseason, it's like a... I mean, who's an equivalent in the... Like, oh, you're it's... saying you're saying in the real postseason, in the NFL yeah. postseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I he's, agree like, yes. he's like the pandemic yeah. P of football. Um, Good all season. Could be gotcha. all-star level. Gotcha, but then gotcha. when it matters, his PP shrinks, and for some odd reason, uh, he gets weak in the knees. So we got rid of him. Uh, I feel like our locker room is a lot better. They're jiving better. Uh, we did lose some crucial pieces in our defense, uh, but we have a big man, Aaron Donald, who is a beast. Like, that's not a dude you want to fuck with at all. Um, I'd be scared if I was the quarterback against the Rams defense just because of Aaron Donald. Um yeah. And I think our quarterback is par. Our receiving unit's still growing. Um, but good chemistry. Whether or not we're going to do it this year, I don't know. It's always it depends on injuries, right? In football, especially. And uh, so far, looking so good. Looking pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. I will certainly not be watching a single game, but oh, I'm glad to hear come that. Come on. Now. 
I'm I'm quite frankly I'm I'm over football at least for this year, um, and it's nothing to do with COVID really. It's more like I realized earlier that the only reason why I followed football was not because I was a real fan of it. No, 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 not at all. It was more because I was part of this uh, fantasy football league. Sure you know, at my old work Mm -hmm. and I always lost. I was never good at it. Like I made playoffs once. And uh, even then I I didn't even make any money. Like there was no money for making playoffs. So I thought might as well give that up. It's just wasting, uh, you know, precious brain space, right? Mm. Precious capacity. Why (laughs) learn all these names every year? Why refresh my Rolodex of who's on what team? Uh, You know, oh, is it better to have this guy play on the road versus away? Blah, blah, blah. I, I just thought, you know, be gone with it completely um but i i also admire people like yourself that not only has a genuine interest in multiple sports nba mlb and nfl but you actually keep up to some extent maybe you're not watching every game but you actually keep up and so that's that's pretty cool man is there any sport that you don't keep up with i imagine it's the la galaxy (laughs) yeah uh i i don't follow american football or i'm sorry american soccer um as much i want to but obviously the talent is um in the euro leagues out there where it's really good uh something i've wanted to get into is whether or not you even consider it a sport is formula one um, <laughs> well why did you want to get into that no because it's a sport so i'm just going through all the sports that i can oh, think okay of, okay right what about nascar well NASCAR? nascar is uh i mean i could see it being a sport it's almost it's just speed speed and you have to understand like these guys are going 200 miles per hour uh granted they're not you know heavy turns but they're bank turns that also you know one false little slip of an inch or centimeter on that steering wheel could send you you know against the gate or into another person god forbid so yeah you do consider it a sport uh now that mj's involved especially so um so I don't follow NASCAR, don't follow Formula One. I did briefly try to follow Sumo on YouTube. <laughs> Bro, that's that's a sport you gotta watch. That thing is amazing. So so you might you might enjoy this. Uh yeah. on uh do you know what NHK is? Have you heard of the network NHK? Yeah, yeah, that's where they uh what do you call it? That's where I was watching on YouTube. They would always post clips of like those oh, like grand okay. tournaments. So guess what? I've seen those. Yeah, uh, they're fucking dope, show. right? They're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> like these these big bellied guys, man, yeah. they have a lot of power, a lot of quickness. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And 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 some of them are able to move so quickly on their yeah, feet. Yeah, like yeah. just kinda like like uh, around that circle, you know, to yeah, avoid yeah, getting knocked yeah, out yeah, and yeah. they'd swing the momentum the other yeah, way. Yeah. And they're always like like gripping the diapers or whatever yeah, you call yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, really, yeah. really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's um, just one dude that uh, that what really got me into it. There's this one small sumo wrestler compared to the rest. He's probably yeah, yeah, a giant yeah, yeah. compared to us, but he's like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we're probably his height. And most of these sumo wrestlers are easily over six foot. And is towering over everybody in both height and width. Um, but this little guy, I, I want to look him out so I can, you know, do a little shout out. Smallest pro sumo wrestler. Uh, let's see. What's his name? Enho! Hell yeah! That's my dude, Enho! Um, I don't think he'll ever reach Yokozuna status. But, uh, dude, Enho? Enho's solid, man. That's my guy. He's coming I, in I at, it, dude. Uh, he's coming in at five six. Oh wow! That's and only two eighteen. He's smaller than me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, but you know, I'm I'm sure uh, 
really he's um, one of the fastest sumo wrestlers out there. He's, right? he's like definitely the one of the fastest, and he has the lowest center of gravity, uh, which could play, you know, uh, to his strengths. But you know, that center of gravity can only do so much when the mass in front of you is, you know, skilled first off and knows what's coming, and sure. is two to three times your size. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I also kind of find it amusing when I when I turn on an HK yeah. and I see, uh, you know, yeah, Japanese guy, Japanese guy, Japanese guy. But then all of a sudden, there's like a white guy. Yeah, yeah, man. Those are the best. Hey, some of, one of them's a Yokozuna too. Uh, Yokozuna is like the highest level. It's almost like all star. Interesting. For the NBA. So, so when you were saying that, I I was actually thinking you were referring to the former WWF wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Like you're, you're actually saying, saying like, yeah, oh yeah, okay, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yokozuna is like, uh, or rather, like the tiering system in sumo is you have to get a certain number of wins in order to reach the next tier or the next level of classification, and Yokozuna is the highest. And I think in the world, there's only been like eighty, like over time, all of history. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to reach that level. And I think one of the uh, non-Japanese ones is uh, on the cusp of being a Yokozuna. The most latest one came from Mongolia, I believe. Which, you know, depending on how you see it, it's definitely not in Japan. But he was raised, I think, in Japan and whatnot. So. No, that's really cool. Like, I, I clearly am just a novice when it comes to uh, the sport of sumo. I, I just see couple of videos on on an hk whenever i turn it on oh, local man. tv you gotta, you gotta commit to the rabbit hole i don't want to <laughs> because it's not like i'm like oh yay sumo no or sumo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm not i don't say yay sumi or sumo I, I, or sumo but uh you know it's just for me it's like it's interesting to see like a very traditional sport that's celebrated it's almost like a prize boxing match, you know. Oh yeah, like over there. Oh definitely. And um, and I know when like when President Trump and Melania when they visited Japan last, I think they were special guests to a big sumo match. Hell yeah. And um, it, it's huge. It's a big deal over there. And and I get definitely. it. I respect that and everything. But I never went as far as what Don did to learn about the different tiers and. The, oh yeah, man. Because I, I I was planning on it, dude. I get I get heavy in this, dude. You know how uh, addictive I am. I was like, oh man, maybe I can train at like a sumo gym. Give me a reason to be as fat as I am. Like, you know, let's, let's put it to good use. Let's learn how to use this, this girth. Hey, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you you use it in different ways. I'm sure you do. And and, and, and I hope you continue to build it. I hope hey, you man, build you know, it too. Hey, much. it's bulking season. Every season. <laughs> it's hey man, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Hey. I'm ready. Are you? I love it. I love it. I love it. I gotta, ca- I gotta catch up to you a little bit, I guess. Um, but you know, I, I did mention uh, uh, President Trump and Melania going to Japan. Sure. We haven't been talking about Trump in quite some time, probably for the best. No, man. I know it hurts your feelings, right? We're not talking about your boy. I'm sorry, man. Hey, it, shout it, out it to hurt. Trump from A. We apologize. <laughs> yeah. We apologize. Uh, very, very slippery. Very slippery. This D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even address it. Keep going. Don't even address it. That's a Michael Scott moment right there. That's a Michael Scott moment. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I may have to tone down the volume for this part, if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, no. So, so you know, obviously, uh, 
Trump versus Biden. It is the biggest battle of 2020 after Dodgers versus uh, Tampa Bay Rays sure. and after Lakers versus Miami Heat. Um, little did people know, it's actually coming up real soon. I mean, yep. it's about uh, a week what, away. About a week away. So November 3rd is Election Day. And I hope to all of our listeners, you voted already. Mm-hmm. I hope you avoid the mess. You don't have to go directly to the polls. Um, I hope you mailed in your ballot or you dropped it off at some, you know, location. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with that being said, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, I don't think anybody can say which way this election is going to go. Um, you know, I I was one of those people in 2016 that thought, oh, Hillary's got it in the bag. Yeah, I don't even have granted. to look at them. Yeah. Took it for granted. I mean, all the polls were kind of saying this. Um and, and, you know, all the mainstream media coverage kind of took it for granted, too. But then when I saw what happened on Election Day, I was like, huh, well, that shatters, <laughs> that, that shatters my entire, yeah. you know, sphere of understanding yeah. of how politics works. Yeah, especially when you're watching it. And I do like the uh, like the little five minute updates or minutely updates where you oh, see yeah. the states going. And you're like, yeah, huh? oh, OK. Like, I see California is obviously blue. Cool. But, uh, oh, what's going on everywhere else? <laughs> you know? And, and and soon later, the whole map was red pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is real. This is yeah. really happening. Yeah. So since then, I kind of make it a point for me never to pay attention to polls. And I know that's a little bit ignorant because I do understand that um, a lot of the polls were actually right in 2016 when counting the popular vote. Um, you know, Hillary did win the popular vote. And I sure. think the polls were within the margin of error, like plus or minus 3% or whatever it is. Sure. Um, but for me, I don't even care that every poll Biden seems to be leading. I don't really take too much stock into that. I think this is very much a toss-up. However, if we were to actually go as far as making some predictions, some bold predictions, I, I know this may disappoint Don, but I think... <laughs> I think Biden will win, and he will win with a resounding victory. I don't think it'll be as close as a lot of people think it will. Sure. Um, I think, um, you know, there was a silent majority in 2016. The silent majority voted for Trump. I think we're, we're going to have a similar impact, but this time for the Democrat. I think this time a lot of people will be like, yeah, Biden, you know, can't really talk, can't really think can't really walk or do anything but you know let's just say he's he's the right man for the job and i may publicly denounce him for whatever reason for possible dementia whatever it is but he gets the vote and i think a lot of people are thinking that way when you're choosing between these two it's always the lesser of two evil and and, uh don you probably agree with that right you probably think yeah i mean if if uh my vote were to ring true then yeah biden would be the one winning um, but it's it's hard to say, and I, I kind of want to bring this up. It's slightly tangential, but your point about Biden not being able to speak, the same thing could be said about Hillary last year. There was that controversy, uh, or not last year, sorry, last election cycle. There was that controversy where people were saying they were shooting her up with something to perk her up to be able to handle the stress and vigor of um, an election run. So okay, I, it's slightly so different. Whether yeah, it, it is slightly different. It's more than slightly different. Whether or not that's true, and I'm yeah. not denying that because I haven't read into it. But sure. Whether or not that's true, I think it's different when 
what you're seeing from the candidate mm -hmm. is is very very subpar True. right like with hillary when she was speaking on camera i never felt like oh her age is impacting her or her memory is impacting True. her i never once felt that way whether or not that was artificially induced maybe True. but for biden regardless of what he's taking or not taking you you see him speak and you know that he's trying and this is the part that gets to me i can tell he's trying he's really genuinely yep. putting his that, best that's, effort that's forward. the way you say it dude he's genuine um he is he he's is. he's like a he's like uncle joe in all the good ways not the creepy uncle joe like the uncle joe you go and you know you raise your glass to no words need to be said but you get it that's how i feel that's the vibe i get you know i, I would love to have him at a barbecue um and love to poke his mind at the vast uh wisdom that he has uh yeah I... no you, you bring up a great point because i saw um the town hall where biden was basically talking to all these people sure. they're all spaced out and everything but i just remember how much time he gave to everybody mm -hmm. and even after the show was over the cameras kept rolling for just extra footage and biden actually went up to everyone and had more conversations because he wanted to really make sure that he was there to answer whatever questions mm -hmm. these audience members had. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I like that about him. I like that at least, you know, publicly, he seems to care, right? Yep. It's not just about promoting his brand or promoting his always being right, like Don usually does, always being more <laughs> right than his co-host. But I, I think for Biden, it, it does seem credible. There's this credibility to him. In terms of being a, a caring person sure um, no and i think um, that that definitely raises true and you know if i were to dive deep a little bit into one facet of my political ideology um it's i believe it's time that we get someone that can actually become a proper figurehead for the leader of the new world or the the leader of the free world um yes yes it's uh it's hard to imagine like most of trump's policies i tend to say okay with but there are others where you're like what the fuck dude like really um he's angered way too many people he's kind of enabled people that have been sequestered with their real thoughts and motivations a little bit too much and i think it's time for our country to get back to its rightful roots and promote freedom and equality and just fucking happiness our economy is going to be strong we're going to feel um all this all the progress we've made for a while there's no need to push it even further to the breaking point that i feel like it's on every goddamn day i check the damn market um, but I don't know, man, with, according to a, he wants that market to keep on rising. So I don't know, man. What do you no, think? No, I, I, I actually wanted to fall. Um, oh, you, you're hoping for a bear market. I'm, I'm hoping to buy. So I, I want to, I want to look into that later on. I, I know today was kind of bad, but, uh, I haven't been looking at it closely over the past few weeks. I've been busy, but I do want to get into that a little bit later. Sure. I think for now though, I'll say um i i predict as i said before biden will win the popular vote um by a significant margin probably more than 
three percent. You think he's gonna take the electorals that he needs? No, that that's where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. I am not a political nerd like Don is, so I can't tell you battleground states who's gonna win what. Yeah, man, you're Don following, will get you're following the wrong country, dude. You gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta follow the right country, so you would know. That was stuff. a great that was a great diss, by the way. <laughs> People may not understand what what he just said. <laughs> But for those that know the other countries I follow, the con- well, yeah, the other country. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. The one that I tend to drop references of from time to time. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of sad how I'm more in tune with yeah, the, the politics there, out of sheer entertainment purposes. Like, not that it directly affects me, but I just know more things over there. Um, I I would guess that. Um, I would guess that at least one battleground state will be close. Like I'm talking about less than 1% um, <coughs> difference between Biden and, and Trump. Sure. And I actually expect Trump to make a big fuss about that. Whether or not that state would directly make a difference, I don't know. But if a state is very, very close, and let's say it goes to Biden, I think Trump may even say, oh, I'm going to demand a recount. Uh, let's let's run this back or discount votes after a certain date. I, I think it'll get messy. Sure. And there's a lot of protections that have been set. Um, but like you said, I could see Trump doing his usual steamrolling uh, wherever he can. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, I'm hoping that we could at least know the outcome by next week or at least have enough votes that would kind of lead us to the answer. Um, but given that, you know, some people still have to vote, some people still have to mail in stuff, um, who knows how long it's going to take to get the full conclusive, uh, tally. What is your take, by the way? Um, do you think that, um, votes should not be counted after election day? Like some senators seem to think? No, I think, uh, just like with all things, when you pay your bill, as long as it's marked on the right day and you send it in on that day, uh, and it's in someone else's hands to deliver, that's not on you. So, when, you know, there's a walk around when it comes to the election process where you can actually go and vote in person and it's done right there, right then, that second or that minute, depending on how much you read. Um, it's COVID season. I'm not expecting anyone to do something I wouldn't want to do. I don't feel comfortable sitting in a room with more than 10 people in it. Why the hell would I go to some rinky-dink spot that nobody knows about except for that time of year when you go vote uh where there's a damn line of people all over sitting around or sitting around standing around mumbling whatever the hell they're mumbling um and you have to go through that long arduous process i don't know well yeah no no i i i don't think anybody's disagreeing with that um i i just thought that you can actually um mail in your ballot either on election day or even after, right? Like, as long as it's postmarked by a certain yeah. day. Yeah, and I think they should still count those. As long as it's postmarked by, you know... I would say even if then, um, you know, as long as it's postmarked by November 2nd, I would say, you should tally it. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I, I guess, historically, the way it's worked is um, when a certain number of the votes have been reported, sure. like, enough to actually... yeah. Yeah, have yeah. a state go to a candidate yeah, then it's have the majority like, yeah, yeah yeah so you can officially say oh electoral college wise this state goes yeah. here yeah Even that's, that's what final... i was alluding to saying like hopefully yeah. by next week we can at least have that direction set 
because, as you mentioned earlier, uh, Trump is probably going to want the full counts regardless of <laughs> basically if 51% was made or not. He's going to want the full 100. That's true. That's true. So let's make another prediction here. Do you think Trump will accept the result gracefully? No. <laughs> Even if he wins, no. He's going to be a sore winner or a sore loser. Uh, and I expect that out of him. Which is, you know, to me, that's an alpha move, but it's not a presidential move. It's a Trump move more than anything. Uh, that's why, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I worry only because not exactly about what Trump will do, but what it means for America, like what it means for all the, mm-hmm. the cities and the people just in the cities, because, yeah. you know, I don't know if if people are going to protest. I feel like they definitely they, will. They definitely will, man. I mean, yeah. if they're fucking out there right now in the streets of L.A. celebrating and rioting over yeah. a Dodger win, over a Laker win, what's going to happen with the results of the presidential election? Can you only imagine? Like, it's, it's scary. And I would hope and pray to God that um, our leadership in major cities have protective measures set up for such an occasion we got enough shit going on with the fires here in california we have enough shit going on with uh what is it? i think louisiana was hit with a damn hurricane today officially uh, we have enough shit going on in the world um it's just gonna get worse and with covid rates going up it's it's not a pretty picture man i'm scared yeah no um you bring up some great points i think it is a prudent decision to have maybe extra protection, as you said, yep. um, in different areas. Um, I, I know for a fact people are thinking of, uh, you know, getting protection for themselves as well, depending on if they have like a, a store or, you know, maybe even a nice house or something that could potentially be a target. So sure. people are thinking about protecting themselves in different ways. Um, but I, I oh man, you bring up a good point. I'm probably gonna go this weekend and stock up on like uh, on goods, like dry goods, just to make sure we have enough food here. So yeah, actually, that. That, that that's a great point too. I I didn't even think of it that yeah, way. Yeah, no, but... I just thought of it right now. So yeah, yeah good stuff, eh? There we go. Yo, that that's a really really good point. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure like, let's say starting from Monday night, things yeah. just go shitty. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, well, tell me this: What do you think will be worse for like the streets if Trump wins or if Biden wins? I think it's going to be worse if Trump wins. I mean, either way, there's going to be protests. Yeah. Um, if I speak specifically here for California, specifically for LA, um, and just actually so or all of Southern California, most of Southern California. Except that for maybe Orange County. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I'm excluding. Um, so, so I think we'll be fine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes, we will. But you know, like fine. back home, you know, where my family is. Um, yeah. If Trump wins, I could see that being problematic. No, yeah, definitely. I I, I worry more about potential rioting too. Yeah. Um, not that I think it'll happen, but you never know because. There's always opportunists out there, right? They take yeah. advantage of a situation, all those crowds outside, yeah. Yeah. you know. But yeah, um, so I hope. I mean, if, if you're listening to this, though, just just vote. You know, let's 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 work within the process and the confines that you know have been set for us. And there's a way of making change. 
one way or another in the future. We just gotta use what we can and use the power of the vote. Um, I'm not gonna say it hasn't failed us, um, because obviously with the electoral college system that we have, it kind of has sometimes. But there's ways and means of going about it. And as much as we talk about the presidents uh, and their elections, make sure to also vote and read carefully all the propositions. I think that's more important. And I'm going off the rails a bit, a eh, here with these prop talks. But if you really want to invoke the change, <laughs> that's where they are. That's where your you know state policies are going to be. And uh, there's a lot of people that are a little more closely affected with those votes that you cast than just the overall presidential one. Don's absolutely right. I think for the average voter, um, propositions matter much more than yeah. voting for the president. Mm -hmm. um, although, do you vote for everything? Like, vote for every single thing that's on the ballot, yeah. whether it's a, a lower court justice or a senator, representative, yeah. whatever it means. Um, and please I, read I, it. Read it. Don't just pick a name. Uh, like, if you see a vice president with a, a rapper name, don't just pick it. You know, do your due diligence and spend, like, you know, 10 minutes out of your day Reading the pamphlet they give you gives you more than enough information, I think, to at least give you a somewhat informed, uh, you know, to help you have a somewhat informed opinion as to where you vote or how you vote. And don't be shy to, you know, if it's something that you kind of, you know, teeter the line on, just to, you could always pass a vote on a certain prop. But if there's something you feel strongly about and have people affected by, or something that aligns with what your future outlook for America should be, then by all means. Yeah, I, I think Don said it best. And of course, I, I won't embarrass Don by telling him which Republicans or asking him which Republicans he voted for. But I, I will say that uh, it's important. <laughs> You're like fucking poisoning the minds of our listeners with this garbage, man. <laughs> hey that, that's why if you want to beat people like don if you yeah. want to counter hey, dude, the force hey, that hey, don is bringing go back like 10 minutes you'll know who i voted <laughs> it's very very easy to lie on this podcast <laughs> you know the, the theme song is, is don't make me bring fire. up the picture don't make me <laughs> bring it up I, I already explained the story i'll just edit this part out how about that, how about that? <laughs> no, no, i got the raw i got the raw i'm gonna pull a trump man i'm gonna uh, expose it before 60 minutes uh airs don't let me do it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But no, I, I think um, that that is a great way to end the podcast, actually. I so. I, just reminding everybody, get out there and vote if you haven't already. Um, and if you have questions, I, I think it's always good to do your research. You know, um, you'll find a surprising amount of information available to you online. And if not online, talk to people you trust. Talk to people like your family, your friends, your coworkers. The D, just not of, the A. Yeah, talk to the D because he'll tell you about the right side, the yeah, Republican hey, side. I'm not going to give you the slippery D. I'll give you the real D. He'll give you the real. He'll give you the raw D. The raw Republican. <laughs> he'll give you the double R. The raw Republican. Uh, oh, the very shit. conservative view. The conservative view of the world. Um, oh, but you know, I, I think I think the people, the fans know what they're going to vote for by now. I think everybody's probably made up their mind about the big one, and this time next week. We will know. I think. Hopefully. I hope we will know. Hopefully. And uh, Donnie will either be celebrating or protesting in the streets, and we will let you know what happens. Uh, and until then, this is the A signing off.